Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Remember all those big dreams you used to have and then life made other plans? With a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, it's time to bring those dreams back. Start your own business or commit to van life with a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. Now, you could win the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Mode 4x4 that we have. Enter the Dan Patrick Show Ultimate Camping Rig Sweepstakes. To enter, get official rules. Visit danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com. Have to do it by February 2nd for your chance to win. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Hey, welcome in. This is All Ball. All basketball, all the time. Most of this pod is going to focus on um, Michael Jordan, The Last Dance, and the new Dream Team Tapes, part of the Dream Team Tapes podcast, which is also available through your iHeartRadio app, which, by the way, you can download my radio show, listen to my radio show daily on the iHeartRadio app. So most of this podcast can be dedicated to that. Uh, we're going to have a later podcast, hopefully later this week, on Eddie Sutton, playing for Eddie Sutton, coaching with Eddie Sutton, what what he was like. He passed away at the age of uh, 84 on Saturday night. And um, look, full disclosure, I, you know, it was just, I had gotten, I had been updated as to his health and that his health was failing going back about a week ago. And then he went, mm, I think four or five days without eating before he ultimately passed. And, and what happens if you've ever had a loved one die in their, you know, eighties or nineties, whatever is just at some point your body just shuts down and you know, everybody in the room looks around and says, this is terrible, but like the, the body is saying it's, it's time. And that's really what happened with coach Sutton. You know, it's just, he was doing so well. And then his, his body just said, eh, that's enough. And I would like to think, and I do believe that 
getting into the Hall of Fame was what he was living for. You know, because when every time we'd go see him, you know, you'd get one of his family members would say like, you know, he's really kind of struggling. And, and there were times in which he just, you talk to him and he didn't, he didn't want to go on. He didn't want to do the rehab. He didn't want to keep pushing. And, you know, like at some point your your wife died, his wife died seven years ago. Like, what, what am I living for? You know, I think he lived for the Hall of Fame. So I'm so happy that he got in and now he'll get to enjoy the in, induction alongside his wife, Patsy. People ask all the time, why is it that you're so uh, loyal to him? And I, I will tell you that I did not have the perfect experience playing for him. Like I didn't achieve my own personal goals or my team's goals. I don't blame him for either, actually. Um, that That's one of the things that he taught us, right? Is that like, hey, end of the day, you got to be accountable for yourself. And, you know, look, could I have... Could could I have had a better working relationship with him when I played for him? And I think it, had I had an, an open kind like at, at 44 years old, I would have an open conversation about, um, hey, coach, just tell me the shots you want me to take. I'll take those and I won't take in the others. And then you won't take me out if I miss the ones that you want me to take. Right. We, if we had a healthy back and forth like that, I, I never would have. I think I would have shot the ball much better. I would have played much better. But and he wouldn't have had he would have had less to worry about. I'd have less to worry about. So, but, but I, but again, 20 years later, which that's what this is 20 years later, I look back and I'm like, that was on me. I wasn't mature enough. I wasn't, I didn't have enough faith in myself to know what I could do, know what I was capable of and either do it or tell coach, this is what I'm going to do. And let's work together on it. And of the things that he taught us being accountable for your own problems, for your own shortcomings is uh, is the only way to get better is to say, it ain't about him. It ain't about him. It's about me. It starts with me. And that's kind of how I've lived my life. Like that doesn't mean I've lived a mistake free life. I've done all kinds of stupid stuff and made all kinds of mistakes. And I do know when I've been done wrong or felt like I was misperceived or whatever, but I'm also willing to at least admit, admit that when I've done something wrong or done a bunch of things wrong or my level of, uh, my level of blame that I should accept within something that has gone uh, astray. Fair? Of the reasons that I really admired him as a coach and as a person was that he taught and lived and understood the idea of accountability. So accountability is obviously huge in terms of what made Eddie Sutton special. I also thought there was kind of uh, relatability, right? And... He he did find ways to relate to you, to know what was going on in your life. You felt like he was he was your dad. You know, they would do some kind of clever things, these things called do better talks where you come in and you sit down in a chair in front of him and you have a all the assistant coaches lined up and they would be researching your grades, your girls, your how what your living situation, everything, and pick you apart. Then he would kind of bring it all together and try and make you feel better about yourself after those guys completely demolished you and tore you down. So um Look, he was fascinating the way in which he ran a program. But I, I guess, you know, if you say, well, you didn't get the personal success you want. Okay, maybe it was the personal success I want. Maybe it's the personal success I needed. He he did allow us to be individuals. Like, guys didn't have to wear the team shoe. You ever had a guy? We didn't have to wear suits and ties on the road. Like, we're a basketball team. You know how you're supposed to dress, how you're supposed to carry yourself. Like, Act like you kind of been there before, but look, I don't, as long as you play hard, I don't care. Just wear Nikes. That was it. Wear Nikes. Don't really care otherwise. If you can talk to the manager and order you the shoes that you want, fine. It I, doesn't, he did not sweat the petty stuff. So I like that he didn't sweat the petty stuff. I like that he was relatable. I liked how his, the main emphasis of everything he did was about effort. You know, like when I coach kids now, we coach effort playing as hard as you can, as long as you can. Um, but I think more than anything, it was the type of guy that we had. Like all of our guys, for the most part, like we got a couple of strays that we've kind of lost touch with. Most of our guys are really good guys. And I don't, I think I know that actually was part of their recruiting philosophy, right? Like you'd allow the players to pick if they didn't want to offer somebody a scholarship. Like, man, he just doesn't fit. Sorry, coach. He just ain't our type of dude. Um, 
Maybe some of it's that. Maybe it's their own intuition, knowing what fits in Stillwater and what does not. You know, maybe it's a question of who they could get. But I got to tell you, it's one of those, and, and there's a bunch of programs like this. I don't want to say Oklahoma State is, like when I hang around the Gonzaga guys, or I hang around the Butler guys, or I hang around the old Indiana guys, or I hang around, um, you know, you, you go through the kind of laundry list of really good programs that you thought you would like. You end up loving, like, man, those are the best dudes ever. And I think that's part of what he grew, what he fostered, the relationships that he built, our ability, you know, they, they would make things happen for us so that we could live together in off-campus apartments and hang out together. And, you know, we, we, we did some team bonding stuff that wasn't, we weren't doing ropes courses. We'd have to do five miles at five in the morning, but it worked. I think I just loved the program. I loved his uh, commitment to fundamental. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. ...to how hard we played, the respect that he carried, uh, the pride that he carried with, with himself. I don't know, he was just, he was a... For an older guy, he was very cool and very relatable and very, very likable. And uh, and crazy demanding. Maybe not crazy demanding, just demanding. And then every once in a while, he would say, you did a hell of a job and you would feel so good about yourself because he was not a man of a thousand compliments. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll post another pod here and try and do something cool on, on the passing of, of Eddie Sutton. Let's get into the Dream Team stuff. Okay, so you've seen The Last Dance. We've had podcasts on that. Since The Last Dance end, has ended, people have come out and taken pot shots at it. One of the big storylines was Isaiah Thomas not being invited onto the Dream Team. Jack McCollum has the Dream Team tapes. He wrote the Dream Team book. He knows about this team front, sideways, and center. Let's welcome him in. He's a famous writer, Sports Illustrated, national bestsellers as well, as he joins us in the All Ball Pod. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. 
Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Let's welcome him in. He, he has these tapes that everyone is talking about. There's a podcast coming out uh, that, that, that has the, the, these tapes. He's Jack McCallum. Uh, a long time decorated sports uh, sports uh, author. I mean, you go back to he was a Sports Illustrated writer, New York Times bestseller. Of course, he covered the Dream Team in '92, and that's where the tapes emanate from. Jack, how are you? I'm doing okay. Doug, how are you? Uh, not as not as good as you. Everyone is talking about about you, about this upcoming podcast, about these tapes. Um, t- talk to me about the tapes. Like you, just this is just from covering the team. Tapes that you had kept. Whether they special USA basketball tapes. Wh- where where the tapes come from? Well, fortunately, even though I can't, you know, if you ask me for yesterday's shopping list, I can't find it. But when I when I did the research, my the Dream Team book that came out in 2012, I had basically done the audio, the taping of all the guys. Pretty much 2009, 2010, 2011. I had a couple old tapes from 91, 92, but they were in even you know, less audible-worthy condition. But these things were all good. I taped them on an old Radio Shack computer, a Radio Shack tape recorder. And uh, so when I put the book together, I used them. And then somebody was going to make a documentary about the Dream Team for various reasons. That's a whole other story. That kind of fell apart. But then... Myself and Scott Waxman, who's uh, head of Diversion Books and Podcasts, thought, hey, this would make a good podcast. And the power of the podcast was not me, you know, reiterating the book or reading the book. The, the power of it, I hope, comes from the fact that I have these guys' voices. So there ergo, the Dream Team tapes, and suddenly the one with, <laughs> with Michael and Isaiah has... Uh, you know, sort of caused, uh, that's why you're talking to me. Let's face it. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, there's, there's a multitude of reasons. Okay. So th- the Michael and Isaiah tape, it was actually not Michael or Isaiah though, saying that Jordan didn't want Isaiah, correct? Oh no, it's Michael. I went, you know, the story to this, Doug, it's kind of a long one. I mean, 91, 92, when the, when the story first came out, when back in 91, someone told me not Michael, but one of the story angles was, would Michael play with Isaiah if Isaiah were selected? And, you know, I wrote back then that, you know, Michael said, no, nah, I don't want to play with Isaiah. And an unimpeachable source told me that. And then I wrote it in the book. Michael's always danced around it for a variety of reasons we can, we can talk about. I mean, he's kind of danced around it. He danced around it on the, on the last dance tapes. But when I went to interview him for the book, I was trying to figure out, you know, you've done interviews. You've got to try to figure out how to get to the good stuff. When do I bring it up? Do I do it early? And Michael brought it up himself. And the way he brought it up was that John Stockton had gotten hurt during the Dream Team experience while they were qualifying in Portland. There became a question as whether or not they were going to have to replace him. And Michael said, I was afraid to get Isaiah to replace John. <laughs> and then he told me, because in the beginning I had told Rod Thorne, that, that's who called Michael about it, that I didn't want to play if Isaiah was on the team. So Michael, you know, kind of brought it up himself. And 
it sort of startled me, but, you know, sometimes you get lucky. So there it is. Um, okay, but I, I thought the to me the most, maybe not most of the surprise, the bombshell to me is that Chuck Daly also didn't want Isaiah. When Chuck Daly didn't want Isaiah, was it because it meant he wouldn't have Jordan? Was it because he didn't enjoy uh, Isaiah's company? Like, why, why could that to me, I think everyone knew that Jordan on some level didn't want him. Um, but the Chuck Daly element to it is maybe the more surprising one. Well, I totally agree with you. And that's what's been the most surprising to me about it. Would we, would we be surprised if Jordan did want him? Wouldn't we be surprised? <laughs> you know, so I think the one misunderstanding that a lot of pro-Isaiah people have, and I understand, you know, Isaiah certainly had a case to be on the Dream Team, but it wasn't like the team was picked. And Jordan came along and go, oh, no, 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 I'm not going. You know, the team wasn't picked. It, they had certain guys. Chuck Daly had certain guys he wanted. They began with Jordan. They went to Pippen because of his defense. They went to Chris Mullen because of his shooting. They went to David Robinson because of his center athleticism. So there was this group of guys that, Everybody wanted probably Charles Barkley because of his, you know, he just was going to be unstoppable. Isaiah was not in that group of guys. So he never really had any traction. And part of the reason that Jordan has always been pissed off when it's been brought up was, okay, yeah, I said I didn't want him, but nobody else, <laughs> nobody else. Yeah, uh, Ma- Magic, Ma- I mean, Magic, Magic was his best friend, and they had a falling out when Magic had HIV, and, and he told people that, you know, Magic might be gay or whatever. I mean, I, I, that, that's the, the unreported stuff is like, okay, yeah, Jordan, and maybe this is where Jordan looks good. True, he did not accept responsibility for being, you know, the figurehead that said, I don't want Isaiah, but he also, in doing that, didn't have to throw everybody under the bus by saying, hey, I'm not the only one, right? I. That, to me, is the take, but that's not the one. Because I don't know this. You, you weren't going you know, they didn't poll everybody. But if you went to Pippen, who really didn't have much of a voice, but if you went to Charles, Pippen, probably Bird, although Bird manages to keep himself out of any kind of political discussions. I don't know what Magic would have said, but it turns out in retrospect, that Magic was, you know, at this point, despite what he said publicly at the time, was in a falling-out situation with Isaiah. Chuck Daly, whether or not he thought, I think it was probably 70%, yeah, Michael doesn't want him, I'm not going to win this argument. And 30% was, I don't think he's the right exact guy anyway. And the other part of this is that every time we talk about, my God, Isaiah should be on the team, we're presumably saying John Stockton should not. Because besides Christian Leitner, the one guy you would logically not have if you had Isaiah would be John Stockton. John Stockton was pretty good. No, he was the best player. I mean, at, at that point in time in 1991 and 92, he was the better player. He was the best he was the best point guard in the league at that. At but that see, now, now to me, you're hitting on the key point, which was Bill Lambeer said to me the the smartest thing that anybody said, which was if that team had had been picked a year earlier, yeah. or two years earlier, could they have kept Isaiah off the team? He's in the middle of winning two straight championships. He's a cagey veteran player, but things happen fast in sports. You know this. Things happen really, really quickly. And over those months, between when they were picking the team, which was basically May, June, July, August of 91, the league had flipped. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was Jordan's league. The Pistons suddenly were passe. I'm not saying it's completely fair. That's just the way it was. Chuck Daly read the room. A bunch of people read the room, so it wasn't only uh, Jordan. Jack McCallum joining us. Uh, the Dream Team tapes are set to come out in podcast form, uh, care of, of all of us here at, at iHeart. What else? I mean, that's the smoking gun because of Jordan. What else are people going to most learn about the Dream Team because of the tapes that you have? Well, I, I thought the other interesting thing was uh, kind of the subtle, I don't want to say, yeah, I'm going to say battle for leadership, the subtle sort of dual 
of leadership between uh, Magic and Michael. I mean, there was sort of uh, Magic at that time, uh, you know, had already retired once because of HIV. He came back. We all know he was still a pretty good player, but not at the top of his game. So he and Larry Bird were sort of the ceremonial picks and, and should be there, by the way. I mean, the two best ceremonial picks in history. But Magic being Magic kind of, you know, I mean, he came into the league as a CEO when he was 20. You know, that's the way he looked at things. This is my team. These are my guys. Uh, this is how we're going to do it. I'll take care of this. Follow me. Jump on my back. And at that time, uh, ceremonially, ceremonially, he was the best guy to do that. But the real leader of the team was Michael, was Jordan. And Chuck Daly, very early, you know, had a conversation with Michael, Magic, and Larry. And Larry right away said, I, you know, I don't care. Let Magic do all the ceremonial stuff. And Michael said, look, let me step back a little bit. Um, let Magic and Larry do it. But, <laughs> but I'm still kind of the guy. And there were several times, and a couple players spoke to it on uh, the Dream Team tape, spoke to this sort of subtle little leadership uh, battle between Michael and uh, Magic. And it certainly was brought forth in this famous uh, inter-squad scrimmage that they had in uh in Monte Carlo when Magic's team went against Michael's team. So I think that's a good subplot of the uh, the whole thing also. I, I also thought, and, and I have a, a good relationship with Charles Barkley, and I think they, they touched on it some. I felt like Jordan was trying, he tried to make a point, like Clyde was kind of there on vacation, and this is after losing in the finals to, to, to Michael. Um, and I felt like, you could tell me if I'm wrong, and you were you know, you were there and you have the tapes, but it was relayed to me that, uh, Jordan wanted to wanted to completely separate himself from anybody discussing Clyde, and he took it upon himself to, as often as possible, humiliate Clyde in practice. Whereas Clyde was just, "Hey, man, it's the off season. We're going to win this thing by forty. Clyde was 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 being Clyde. Is that? I'm Katia Adler, host of the Global Story. Over the last twenty five years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Accurate. 
that's fair. That's pretty accurate. And what happened? There's a little uh, side story to that. Also, you know, when they announced the team in the fall of September of '91 or late August, I can't remember now. They only announced ten guys, and they were going to leave two picks because they were still kind of fighting about how many college guys were going to be on. This thing started, believe it or not, with oh, let's have eight pros and four college guys, and then it started to become. Oh, wait a minute, uh, you know, Patrick Ewing's not good enough to be on here. So it quickly went to 10 to 2, right. and then it, they were sort of there, and they decided, well, let's name the 10 guys, and then we'll name two more right before the NBA playoffs. I thought it was a really stupid, you know, brainless idea. And in May, they named Clyde, player number 11, and they named uh, Leitner, you know, player number 12, the one college kid. So then the finals come, and, you know, Michael just dusts Drexler in the finals, which were in Portland. So there was this lingering Jordan-Drexler duel, and I think Clyde really felt, you know, sort of... When I went to talk to him about the book, um, this is the other tape that had made a lot of controversy back then, Clyde begins on this thing about... I can't remember the question I asked him, but Clyde goes, wait a minute, do I think Jordan was better than me? I was bigger, faster, stronger. All he could do better than me was shoot more. And I was, like, flabbergasted. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know, I, I know players have, and they should, play with confidence and play with ego and believe you're the best player in the world. But, I mean, at that point, when I talked to him, 2010-11, I mean, would anybody in the world have had that take? You know, so there was always that little uh, interplay between them, and Jordan just kind of just destroyed him at practice. And Clyde, the only thing I would say on the other side was that Clyde did have bad knees. Uh, Clyde went back and actually got stoked. And every time at practice, we couldn't watch practice, by the way. You kind of had to reconstruct this. Uh, Jordan really went at Drexler. And the other interesting thing was Charles and Carl Malone. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double arm kid carry. Looks like dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about 9 or 10, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. From what aspect? Them going on each other? Yeah. And they, it was a little more, it was certainly friendlier. I mean, I know now that they're, you know, they have a lot of mutual respect and, uh, but there was an argument. I mean, I guess you would agree with that. You could have an argument as to if we declare Barkley a power forward, you know, by his size, he you know could be a shooting guard. But 
you know, who's the better between them. And believe it or not, the best quote I ever got about that was from Drexler, who was, because I made the usual thing, what if Charles had trained the way Carl had? What I, I saw Carl Malone go like three and a half hours straight on a Stairmaster. <laughs> there was a puddle. I was waiting to interview him one time. There was like a two-inch puddle of sweat underneath that guy. I never saw anything like it. Anyway, and Clyde said, you know, you can say that, but if, you, if Charles was exactly like Carl and trained the way he did and approached the game the way he did, then he wouldn't have been Charles. He wouldn't have had this aspect of creativity. He didn't use those words in this aspect of volatility. I thought that was a really interesting observation that every time you try to, you know, break something down into its most literal parts, sure. a lot of times that's not what matters. And when those two were together, you just looked at them and you went, well, Charles was better. <laughs> Charles, I don't know why Charles was better. Mm-hmm. Just the same as, as Michael over Clyde. Michael was better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, really, really competitive dudes. Um, did they genuinely like each other as a team? They did. Uh, the, the last interview I did, I did uh, in the book for various reasons, <laughs> I don't know why I had so much trouble getting Larry Bird, but the book was almost finished. It was what they call galleys, when they don't really want you make a lot of changes. So I, ended, I still hadn't gotten Larry, and I ended up getting him by telling him I was going in for a cancer operation and if I die on the table, my last thought's going to be that Bird didn't talk to me for this book. That's fine. That happened to be true. Yeah. Wow. All right, so I ended up talking to him. And Bird was the only one that said to me, you know, if this thing went on another two weeks, we were beginning to unravel a little bit. That's not the word he used. But he began to hear little complaints. He began to hear little, oh, he played... 10 minutes, and, uh, you know, I only played uh, this many minutes. And Bird was the only one to say that to me. And as I said, he was the last interview. The book was all but done. But everybody else kind of, I think, uh, it kind of speaks to the time a little bit. Doug speaks to the times. I don't think these guys knew each other the way that, you know, Durant and LeBron and Dwayne Wade and kind of this friendship of, superstars exist now. Yeah. You know, it wasn't the same thing. Like, I remember David Robinson told me, I didn't even know Carl. I hated Carl Malone. Sure. I, I didn't know Carl Malone. I didn't hang out with Carl Malone. All I knew him was a division rival. Sure. And uh, all these guys, everybody said beside Magic, I didn't know Larry Bird. I didn't know he had any kind of sense. You know, I didn't know I'd want to hang out with Larry Bird. So there was that element to the whole thing that really bound those guys together. They enjoyed playing with each other. Everybody, people sacrificed their game. There was no problem on the court. So beside that little thing Bird said about it, which I found really interesting, uh, they were all pretty much, this was kind of a kumbaya moment in all of their careers. Hmm. So they spoke pretty positively about it. Uh, Last thing, how did you think that Michael Jordan came off in uh, in the last dance? Just, I just thought he came off impossibly uh, Jordan-esque. And with all that means, uh, with all the positive and all the, the negative that implies, you know, Michael was, I, I mean, I dealt with him a lot. I dealt with him early Michael and later Michael. And one of the things that I've always thought was that Magic, if you took Magic and Larry, Magic came into the league and went out in basically the same way. Larry came into the league and went out in basically the same way. I'm talking personality, the way they viewed the world, the way they treated people. Michael was completely different. I mean, Michael was a kid from 1984 to 1991. He was, couldn't, I mean, I was lucky because he liked to get his you know mug on the cover of SI, but after 91, 92, and, you know, that first retirement and the gambling accusations and all that, he became a little bit of a different person, a little bit more of a hard ass, a little more stubborn, a little bit more 
byway or the highway. Uh, and so the Jordan that came across in the documentary was that Michael. And this is just personal. I, you know, I can't, you know. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm not his brother or his father or that close to him anymore. I wish I would have seen a little more of the early Michael, the kid, uh, you know, the, the playful kid who looked at this as a lot of fun and and realized that through dint of, yes, talent and tenacity, that was part of it. But when he came along and, and the cultural moments that he had, that he could enjoy them uh, a little more. And that's just a personal uh, observation. He doesn't have to comport his life any, you know, any different because of me. What did you think? Uh, I, I thought the same. I mean, you, you start to wonder if the world changed him or if he changed before the world, and I would say it's a little bit of both, right? Is it nature or is it nurture? Uh, you know, you become this superstar, so you have to be a bit of a recluse. You become a recluse, and you you stop trusting people, what their intentions are. You become close to security guards instead of, and, you know, those are paid friends, you know. And, you know, it's a little like Kobe, right? We Kobe's passed away, but a lot of our lens now of Kobe is a lot gentler, a lot nicer because he was so classy and had really grown up and matured and became a businessman in his short time post-career before he passed away. Whereas Kobe was, people didn't like Kobe when he was in, the guys didn't like Kobe when he was in the league, and now he's like beloved. And it's interesting, like what snapshot of time do you see a guy in? When do you remember him last? And I don't know if, you know, this, 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 uh, this kind of dour sort of presence is how you would have looked at Jordan had you simply had tapes of the first run, the first, you know, before he went to base, as you know, like he, like really he's mad at baseball because he missed a, he's mad at sports illustrated because he missed a pitch by two feet and they put it on the cover. Like, come on, man. You never had a, it's funny. It's it's interesting. I thought of that too. You mentioned Kobe and part of the reason they, they are, I don't know too similar more when you were a basketball guy, you can evaluate this better than I can, but they were the same guy. They were an assassin on the court. They were a scorer. That's it. That's what they were, right? They were going to score the basketball. 
They are two of the most similar guys I've ever seen. They were looked at very similarly. I don't think Kobe early in his career, I mean, later in his career, just like Michael probably wasn't as popular. What changed with Kobe as time went on? And part of the reason we mourn this horrible, horrible tragedy that in which, what, nine people were killed was that Kobe had softened and Kobe had become a father. Right. And the one, the one thing that I was screaming for more on that documentary was when Michael's sons came on, uh, Marcus and Jeffrey Michael, they, like, brightened up the screen. Sure. Right? Do you remember that, the last yeah, episode? Yes. They were... Like, where they it been? It looked like they had been, you know, kept in a room, and all of a sudden, we're going to let them in, and they're going to fill this room. And so that's what we didn't see from Michael, and that's okay if you're going to protect your family. But there were two times in the documentary, one with his own father, which he should have absolutely showed what a important father figure James was to him, what a tragedy that was. But then there was another part when we talked about uh, the security guard being a second father to him. Well, if you're going to have father figures, I would have liked to have seen a little bit of Michael being a father. Yeah. And that would have been very, very important to uh you know, changing the image. But, hey, look, I'm not, you know, I'm not Michael's image maker. He is who he is, and to me, he came across as who he is on that, uh, on the documentary. The second part of Michael, what he was after he had become a little bit more of a hardened uh, semi-recluse, we'll put it that way. Awesome stuff. Jack, I really appreciate your time. I know you're super busy. We can't ha- wait to hear these tapes on the podcast. Uh, Dream Team. They're out, uh, they are out now. It's the first uh, three episodes on, uh, I don't know whether I say the name of the radio company. Or, well, you can get them anywhere you get On iHeart, right? Uh, you're, it's with, it's com- combination with iHeart, is it not? There, there you go. So well, you we're, we are, we are iHeart, so you are allowed. We, we wouldn't have you on. I mean, we'd have you on anyway, but we're allowed to promote you. We're all kind of same uh, dysfunctional family. Jack, it is an honor and a pleasure. I appreciate you joining us in the All Ball Podcast. Hey, thanks for having me, Doug. See ya. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Well, that's obviously fascinating stuff. Thanks so much to Jack McCallum for joining us. You can download uh, that podcast in the iHeartRadio app. You can also listen to my radio show, the Doug Gottlieb Show, daily, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 through Pacific, on that same iHeartRadio app. Um... Look, my my thoughts are I've shared this with you before. This this canonizing of Isaiah Thomas, like he was done wrong. Like I don't know. I thought Jordan said it best: winning has a price, and because of how Isaiah went about his winning, because of some of the things he said about other people, the, the, his price was he didn't get to be on the dream team. Pretty simple, you know. Would he trade in those two championship rings for a shot at the dream team? No. So. But winning for him had a had a price. That was the price. It wasn't, was it Jordan? Yes, it wasn't just Jordan. And when your own head coach allows that to happen, and Jack McCluskey, who was his GM, allowed that to happen, it tells you all that you need to know about how Isaiah Thomas was really, really viewed. You know? This is like when your boss comes to you and tells you that you're essential, you're you're an essential worker. And then all of a sudden they hand out the essential worker badges and you don't get one. You're like, hey, you set up as an essential worker. Like, yeah, I don't know. We ran out of badges. No, you're just not really that essential. It sucks. It sucks for Isaiah to hear that. That not only did Jordan not like him, but Magic and, you know, Chuck Daly didn't want him on the team either. Like, that stinks. 
But don't ask the question you don't want to hear the answer to. He got his answer. He got his answer. I still can't believe that Scottie Pippen doesn't like the depiction of him. Like, what don't you like? You're a sympathetic figure, a, a rags to riches story. They didn't talk about Madonna or any of the women. Like, they didn't do any of that. It was it was about your contract. Then it was about the things that you did where you'd, you know, you wouldn't go back in the game and you'd say you do it all over again, you do the exact same thing. And then, you know, you didn't get surgery till you're, until after the summer was over. And you, you, you told us the reason for that was you wanted to have a great summer. Like the, the only damage done to Scottie Pippen was done by Scottie Pippen. It was done by Scottie Pippen. Hope you enjoyed it. I thought Jack was great. Uh, be listening for that next podcast. where We'll talk more about Eddie Sutton, 84 years old, passed away Saturday night in Tulsa. Keep in mind, he was never an assistant coach ever. But uh, maybe I'll just do all of his sayings for like 40 minutes next time and see how that goes over. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is All Ball. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.